Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles, uh, right here on Tojinet and Parax, hopefully. Uh, so, there you go. I am Ron Kolick, your host, and with me is someone I've known for quite a while. According to Facebook, I just posted a picture of eight years ago. Holy crap, that's a long time. She is the author of uh media rare and she is the bad girl of psychics leslie martin <laughs> bad girl of psychics hi ron yeah, how are you tonight i i'm just good I just got back in the health club Ugh. so how so did I, I get a reputation of being the bad girl of psychics i don't know it just came into my little brain you know me <laughs> well we have had some adventures late at night in places that we shouldn't have been right and, of course, there is no yeah. Anne today, right? Because Anne is out uh, looking for octopus, I believe. Oh, is she? She's on the yeah, hunt for the octopus. You're right. That's what I heard anyways. But <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, Leslie, uh, of course, uh, before I forget, you can always find more information about Leslie at her website, which is? www.lesliemartin.com, and that's L-E-S-L-E-Y-M-A-R-D-E-N.com. It's not my, Madden? No, no. Even though you called me that for, I don't know, seven years or so, no, it's not Madden. It's Marden. <laughs> Isn't that bizarre, right? I mean, uh, oh, God. I used to do that with Stacy, too. I used to call it Tracy all the time. And it's like, I have no clue. Half the time I call my son uh, after my brother, Doug, and it's like, Doug, oh, what? So I do the same thing. Wow, whatever. That's okay. Anyway, I forgive you. Yeah, so Le- Leslie has been working with the New England Ghost Project for uh, quite a while now. Um, I can't remember when you joined. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was a while a- ago. Yeah, it's definitely. And Leslie, of course, uh, does the Red Light Sands along with uh, Jim Stonier and myself uh, every um, month for the past uh, two years, two and a half years. Yep, coming up. Yeah, it's two and a half years already. Look at that. Holy cannoli. Yeah, two and a half years. And by the way, I, I get a lot of feedback on on this uh, seance uh, that we're doing. And, and not so much uh, from the participants, but uh, from other uh, researchers and so forth, and uh, spiritualists, and in fact, uh, uh, Stephen Scott, who's a uh, a Scottish spiritualist who was on the show a couple of weeks ago, he said that 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 we do it absolutely the the proper way to do it, and uh, by continuously doing it, uh, uh, you know, and and uh, I guess it's setting up the regularity and and all the other uh, uh, what do you call it protocols that we use are are mm-hmm. all uh, are all you know excellent. So. That's good. It made me feel good, you know. Well, we do our best. We try to keep things consistent, and uh, 
we try to do the same thing over and over again, seeing if we can get different results. And I think that's what you're supposed to do when you're doing scientific studies, you know? You well, is keep it... Keep the protocols the same, keep the standards the same. Yeah, the red light science is... is we, we keep it down to uh, usually no more than like a dozen uh, participants. And uh, Jim Stonier records the entire... Um, night as well and uh it's it's done in a, a darkened room under red light and we have various objects that we we hope the spirit will use for physical mediumship as well as we sit around a table which uh almost every week turns into uh, a table tipping session as well we get where we get the physical mediumship and that's the whole the whole purpose of it is because it, it's easy to uh, you know, you know, have a, a medium like yourself or, or Maureen or anyone else tell you things, but you know, through a spirit through them. But it's it to me, it's it's much more evidentiary if you can actually have uh, the spirit move things in our physical world. And so we we still have mental mediumship at, at the seances, and, and so we still do get messages to come through and. Uh, but but we do have the physical aspects aspects of it as well, which uh, was pretty dramatic last month. So I thought, anyways. <laughs> Sometimes surprising things happen, and we're just not ready for them. And yet we were startled last week. Right. Uh, what we're talking about is is that as I mentioned, we have various objects that we use for to for the spirit to communicate, and. Uh, in the middle of the table, um, I have this large, like, school bell. You know, the old-fashioned ones that they used to have, and they'd go ringing. Uh, even the town crowds, cries, I guess, used to use them, too. But it has the the wooden handle, and, and it's a heavy uh, metal. It's a, it's a good quality. Steve uh, Parson, uh found that with me uh, on his last trip up here. Uh I think it was the last trip, maybe it was the one before. I don't know, whatever. But anyways, we have it suspended over the table so that uh, hopefully we can get some uh, contact with spirit by either moving the bell, ringing the bell, or whatever. And uh, we had a spirit that had came through for a message for someone at the table. Am I getting this all right? You are, you are. Um, right. Um, we, we had some, I don't remember all the particulars because I let things go, but I remember the table was really starting to move because Spirit really wanted to say something to this girl. And mm -hmm. I believe he wanted her to... Um, to it was a health thing, right? Yeah, it was go a to the doctor yeah. Yeah. get a health checkup. And uh, mm -hmm. so not only was the table moving, but you go ahead, you can tell them because you're so excited about it. Yeah, it was... Uh, we. The table was moving, and through the, the, the movement of the table, because we have a specific protocol that the spirit can answer questions, and uh, it, it, it told her to do that, and then everything stopped. And in fact, it, it shook so much that we have a, a, a series of objects in the middle of the table that had actually moved off center, and uh, one of the persons was just about to get it, and the bell come flying down, and, and Boom! Right in the middle, uh, Crap, just right as, in the middle. Uh, yeah, 
Yep, just as it all stopped, as everything stopped, and then the bell came down with that, you know, exclamation like point. Like an exclamation point. Hey, yeah. jinx. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, but, it was a giant exclamation point for the whole session now. Boom, right into I, the middle of the table. Yeah, so it, 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 so, uh, I mean, you've been doing this for, like I said, over two years now, and you went in with certain thoughts about, what was going to happen when we started this and has that changed when you first since you first started doing it with me i really didn't know what to expect i was hoping that things would come through and we wouldn't sit there and just stare at each other <laughs> but um after the first one um i was like okay we can do this this is good the very first one we had uh, quite a bit of activity um we had um a few people come through and uh and from there, I really tried to work on pulling back with the mental mediumship so the spirit will work with the physical instead of going through me. I, I asked the spirit to go through something on the table or the table to show other people that they exist, that it's not just me, you know, spouting off at the mouth. So um, I really, I think we're, we're getting better at it, that, uh, you know, pulling back with the, the mental. But I think that the blend of the mental mediumship and the physical mediumship is, is a good balance because I can tell you, okay, this guy looks like this and, and, uh, you know, and then we can connect to someone at the table and then we can start ac asking questions. So I think mm -hmm. that is a good blend that we have at the moment. Yeah, I, I, I do too. And, and yeah, I, I, I thought you were a little like, um, I don't know, gun shy for lack of a better word in the beginning where, where you you were afraid you were afraid you were getting too many uh mental things but i mean that is good because you still want that you still want to uh you know because it, it's a good way to connect with uh spirit as well to to as i used to say real men uh, uh -huh. as maureen hates that when i say it but uh yeah yeah so it, it, it does like and it, what's that i said like a fish on a hook yeah, there you go. There you go. And uh, it, it works out good. And, and and the whole thing is, it's not like just you sitting there telling uh, everybody what the spirit's saying or, or, or what this, they look like. There, there's other people involved in this, and, and including myself. And uh, we, we connect and we get pieces, and, and we, we encourage everyone at the table to express whatever is happening or, or whatever thoughts that they're getting at the same time as well. And, and it's amazing how it, it all melds together at times. There are times that we, we have some conflict, but I think for the, the most part on the whole, I think it's, uh, it's worked out very well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. One thing that I would really like to emphasize as we go forward is if people recognize the people that are coming through that they have to speak up. Um, mm -hmm. so we can make that connection because I find that a lot of times people say, oh yeah, that was my aunt, but they didn't say anything. So, you know, right. we let them go because, oh, well, this spirit must not be for someone at the table and they really don't, you know, mm -hmm. have anything to say because, you know, the other person's not connecting. So, so we, we dismiss spirit when we could have had, you know, we could have dug deeper. Um, mm -hmm. so I think that we should really work on that as we go forward. Yeah, and, and the other thing, too, is is that it's not always, you know, messages for a particular person at the table, although we do get those. 
uh-huh. sometimes it's just spirit working with us to to communicate uh, with the other world, the other side, the other realm. Uh, and sometimes it's it's for them to give us uh, messages in general. Um, sometimes we ask uh, questions of uh of them and we get answers and in, in reply uh which are a little bit more difficult but, but but it has occurred because our intent is not for messages our intent is to, to connect with the spirit who will help us with as we call it our quest to mm-hmm. to prove physical mediumship to to have them participate and work with us so with the although we don't always state our intent i always have it in the back of my mind i don't know about you right um, and I got to get better at that as well. I have to, you know, state yeah, we, my we intent. Both do. Yeah, we both Yeah, yeah. So, uh, we, we but do you know, it's a work in progress. Yeah, absolutely. And and it, we're trying to hone hone it, and to get it uh, so it's um, much more fluid. But uh, I think it's it's. I'm quite impressed with some of the the things that are going through. We've had everything with with uh, the spirit light that lit up there. Of course, in the bell we just talked about and. Uh, you know, even the, uh, the schematic that, uh, I drew and, uh, uh, so, you know, it's different things. And we do have some spirits that are, uh, that come in and go. I mean, they've been there more than once, in other words. So, um, we, we're starting to build a rapport with, with certain spirits for better or worse. And that's what we really, really need to work on because the more we work together as a team, the better we get. So the more we would work with the spiritual team, the better we would get and the more results we would get. So, yeah. Yeah, and uh, we're starting to, we got a couple of things and I think that's probably what we'll probably complete on the uh, the Red Light Science. But it is, it's is—it's an intriguing thing and it's going on and we'll continue to work it and hone it. But we have a couple of questions in the chat room so I thought we'd, we'd get take a look at them. And uh, John asks uh, asks us, uh, "What's our best and worst adventures together?" <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Ron. My goodness, we've had so many. Um, and, and that's remember... a fu- that's a fun- that's the funny thing, though, Leslie, because I was just writing with Maureen because we have the new book coming out next year. And, uh, and and we we were talking and and you know had Maureen had stepped back and she says well you know if I hadn't really stepped back he says you know you never would have you know met, met Leslie is is and allowed her in the group and well, that sounds terrible but anyways joined the group and <laughs> and and ended up working so so well together so you know she she's taking credit for that so anyway <laughs> but yeah it has been and 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 i was telling her i says there's there's almost as many adventures we've had together as as maureen and i have together over the years oh my gosh i i can't even list them all we've had mm-hmm. lighthouses and mansions right so so what's your, pe- what's your best and worst what's your best and worst i mean that oh well, got a question you got an answer so pick one ah. just uh, what what comes to the forefront? You must have something that comes to the forefront. Blank screen. <laughs> I don't think I've had a worse one. There's not an investigation that I've been on with you that I've been like, oh my god, I wish I hadn't gone there. Because every oh, time no, we go that's out, not necessarily something... the, that necessarily is the question. I don't think, and that that oh, you wish you hadn't gone there, but something that uh, happened that might have uh, 
you know, it was wasn't what you expected. It wasn't uh, as good as you expected. It didn't turn out the way you, you did versus something that was, wow, that was really great because of this particular reason. Or something. And I think that's what the question is. Well, there's one investigation that comes to mind, and I can't remember the name of the island. It's the one where Scud showed up. Um, we oh, were yeah. in a lighthouse. I thought that was awesome. We were in a lighthouse, and... Um, you have such a better memory than I do. Not only did we, we uh, have communication with um, spirit and um, validation of uh, what was going on in the lighthouse, but we also made contact with this random Dr. Smart, sharp-minded spirit who came through on, a, on the um, psychic circle, which is like a Ouija board, but it's not. <laughs> it's, it's right, more with, with, like, with it. like four people on it, right? Yeah, and we we were talking to him, and he told us that there was Spanish gold, and, and it was on the island, and it was uh, by Leo, which we quite don't know what that means. Um, but then, was it Jim or you that went back and, and we researched? And could you tell us what, what came out of that? Yeah, yeah. The, the, we, t- we made contact with this uh, through, through the spirit boy thing. Um, and uh, it said he said his name was Scud. He said that he had buried uh, Spanish um, gold on the island. So after we the investigation, because we were on the island, we couldn't know. We had to wait till the boat picked us up the next morning, and and we 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 went home. And and Jim went on the uh, 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 internet, and he found uh, I believe a pirate. Uh, by the name of Scudmore, who was actually hung in Boston, but he went up and down the coast. And I found another article where uh, they found Spanish gold buried in Biddeford Pool, which is where the island is. So both of those instances came, uh, you know, came gave some evidence that, uh, to some of the information that came through in that game that we were playing. <laughs> yeah, the game. That party game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there was another lighthouse adventure that we went on where um, uh, a lightkeeper had drowned off of the coast, off of the, uh, of the island. And uh, in that investigation, Ron and I and Jeremy Dontremont were all sleeping in the same room. And mm-hmm. we were all laying there, and we heard this noise downstairs. It sounded like someone opened the door and came in or left. Do you remember that? And we all yeah. went, did you hear that? Did you hear that? Um, and that was the night that we we were in that long hallway, right? There was the, this long hallway that connected right. the yeah. the house to the light. And you had, Jim wasn't with us, but you had his recorders. And yeah. I thought it would be a great idea if we went at midnight because maybe, you know, the light keeper would walk through and, and check the light. And your digital recorder was a Vox recorder, so it only is running when there is noise on the um on the recorder and that thing didn't stop we had to sit there for like 10 minutes before it even stopped Mm. i don't know what was on the recorder i do remember that when we went outside to make contact with we had great evps on that on that night Mm. we went out and uh spoke to the spirit of the man who had drowned and we asked him questions and he answered right away that that was a memorable one for me too I think the uh, probably the worst one I had was when I was with you is uh, another lighthouse was Borden Flats Lighthouse and and of course for those 
who don't know, I, I was chairman of the uh, board of directors for the uh, Friends of Portsmouth Harbor Lighthouse, and now I'm still on the board, but I'm just no longer chairman. But uh, uh, and I also have done like multi uh, lighthouse investigations. But uh, we went to this one board and flats with you, Jeremy Dodgeman, Karen uh, Ruck, and myself. I think, and and the guy who owns it, and. Karen, of course, was petrified of, of boats and waters and stuff. But you, I, I wasn't aware of, was also scared of heights. Is, is that correct? I am petrified of heights. And you right. keep bringing me to these really tall lighthouses. <laughs> so we went, out, we went up to the top of the lighthouse and we went out on the deck. Uh, and when we were on the deck, I just got absolutely... Uh, I, I don't know if the word's petrified, not, I don't know, scared or, or apprehensive, terrible apprehension. And and I believe it was because I was picking up from you because I, I, I work, I mean, I go out in the decks, all, the lighthouse all the time. And I have never, you know, you know, I don't, you know, I don't like heights. I, I'll be honest about that. But I, I'm certainly not petrified of them. But I had all this apprehension apprehension uh from there and to me that was so strange because it was so out of character and to me that was uh one of the uh the strangest ones that i had or most of the worst i consider that worse because it was so out of character um and and uh, another one i want to talk about we'll go back to the other lighthouse we were in and you and jeremy were playing uh well the ouija board we weren't playing Whatever. We uh, you were using the Ouija, using the Ouija board, and uh, <laughs> right, and uh, it was some weird stuff that was co- coming. Oh, oh, the funny part about it, oh, that we got to start going back farther because all right, this may have to be, it might be my best one because I mean one of my favorite ones actually, because we were uh, we were in the kitchen. I think it was the kitchen, and uh, yeah, it was the kitchen. And we were doing glass swirling, which is basically taking an inverted glass and you put your finger on a bunch of people doing it and, and ask questions. And we were doing that. And it's, it's a lot of fun, if anything. And uh, so anyways, uh, the spirit through the to glass swirling said it wanted to talk to us on the Ouija board. And, and we said, oh, sorry, we didn't bring a Ouija board. And then all of a sudden it shot off to a direction and it was right in front of a closet. And we opened up the closet, and there was a Ouija board. Do you remember that? I do remember that. <laughs> like, so, that's, <laughs> so that's how that all started. So you and Jeremy were doing the Ouija board, and all this weird stuff was coming in about his cafeteria worker when he was in college and all this other, I don't know, strange stuff. But uh, it kept asking for me to go on the board. Do you remember that? I do. And then we sat down. And you put yeah, your hands I, on the plant I, I said, yeah, I don't really oh. want to do this. I know what this is about, but uh, I did it anyways. So, yes, I, I sat in the, the Ouija board. And what happened? And, and the Ouija board spelled out, Ron, die tonight. Tonight. Yeah, Ron died tonight. <laughs> no, I think it was first I said, you you die tonight. And, you and die then, tonight. yeah, you die tonight. And then we asked. And I said, was it me? And said no, and then it's no. then it's spelled out wrong. <laughs> so I'm, I'm glad it wasn't me. <laughs> yeah, that's all nice. So, anyways, that was that was the, the kind of the I I kind of knew that that was going to happen, 
but that was the night that we were up in the room. Uh, we, like you said before, we were sleeping in this room. And uh, we heard the noise downstairs. I think this was after we had done the tunnel thing, and it was late at night. And I heard the noise downstairs, and I said, uh, I don't think I'll go down. <laughs> <laughs> we have had some fun. Yeah, that was uh, so. Uh, Nate, Nate, Nate asked actually if that was Borden Flats and Fall River, and yes, it was. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, yeah. the funny thing about you being apprehensive, I was putting on such a brave face because you know I don't want to look scared. I'm a big <laughs> brave dog, so I'm up there and I'm thinking, okay, okay, I got this, I got this, I got this, and then you stand behind me and you're like, oh my god, oh my, I, I think I. I, I, I Feel like I'm feeling your apprehension. Oh my God, you're really making me scared, or something like that. And I couldn't believe that you were picking up on it. I, was, I thought I was doing such a great job of, of masking it and hiding it. <laughs> well, I did know where it was coming from. First of all, though, Leslie, that was the thing. It was because it came over me. Uh, it took me a little while to figure out maybe it wasn't me. Maybe it was you that I was really picking up, and I felt it so so real. Uh, that was the uh, the thing about it. Um, Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, anyways, um, that was a that was, we've had a, like I said a lot of good ones. Uh, you know the uh, ice skating rink. I mean, not the ice skating. The roller skating rink was another cool one too, as well. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool, and that was right on the border of a cemetery, and uh, that was haunted. I believe still haunted by um, one of the former owners of the building. And uh, we made contact with him. And we also got some really cool, um, it was the first time, let me back up this train a bit. We were upstairs in one of the apartment rooms that was above the roller skating rink. And I was picking up on one thing, and you and Karen were picking up on something else. So we decided that we were going to join forces, and we all held hands and concentrated. And we all were picking up on the same person. And we each picked up things about this person, specific And we're going to have to person. talk about it when we come back, because we have to take a break oh. right now. There's the tunes. You're listening to Ghost Chronicles uh, Next Generation with Ron Kolick, and my special guest co-host is Leslie Martin, right here on Tojanet and Pararex, and we'll be right back after the following messages. Harry Price, I am speaking to you via the medium of the Ghost Box. Many of you will know I carried out the first live radio broadcast from Haunted House way back in 1936 for the BBC. Now, thanks to the wonders of modern technology, I am still able to keep abreast of 21st century ghost hunting by listening to Ghost Chronicles International on Togginet, Para-X Radio, The Ghost Channel, and even on something called a podcast. Two splendid chaps host it. One is an American who calls himself New England's own Van Helsing, although I have discovered his real name is Ron Kolek. The other is Stephen Parsons, and he's a paranormal scientist. Well, mustache, I'm required elsewhere on something called a K2. But don't forget, I'll be listening in every Tuesday from 8 o'clock in Great Britain and 3 o'clock on the American Eastern Seaboard. I trust you will join me there.
feel the need to do some soul searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future? Then Circles of Wisdom is just the place for you. Circles of Wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more, located on Route 28 in downtown Andover, Massachusetts. We carry a large selection of books and music, crystals and gemstones, jewelry and gifts, sage, aromatherapy, and so much more, all in a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. We offer classes on a variety of topics like yoga, Reiki, psychic development, alternative healing, and personal transformation. For guidance on this journey we call life, get a reading from one of our many readers at Circles of Wisdom, 90 Main Street in downtown Andover, right next to Bertucci's. Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the web at www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place, an oasis in this hectic world. back you are listening to ghost chronicles next generation with ron colick and no blonde bombshell tonight she's working actually uh looking for octopus one or the other anyways uh joining me is a good friend of mine and psychic investigator for the new england ghost project as well as an author and medium on her own right she is the amazing oh wait a minute if i got the proprietor of positively brilliant a, a line of reiki infused candles she is the most industrious uh lazy mud <laughs> most industrious <laughs> well you, you you've come a long way baby <laughs> well thank you thank you very much and well, i just want to put out there that positively brilliant proudly um is uh, the person who makes, I'm the person, I am positive, brilliant, um, Van Helsing Special Blends, which is available at Circles of Wisdom and at Etsy.com at Positively Brilliant. There you go. And it's selling well, believe it or not. That was, that was funny. That's a funny thing. It's a, it, it was a, uh, it's one of those things that was uh, made because it had to be. <laughs> And, and that, you know, special blend was something that I made up for when I, 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 I did investigations with Mari and thing as, as protection. And uh, we had great results with it. It was in, it was in the book Ghost Chronicles. And uh, uh, a lot of people knew about it. And they kept asking me for it and asking for it. And then when you went into the, the lovely business of positively bringing somehow it got around to sprays as well. And there you go. And it there became we are. a reality. It became a reality. <laughs> We're good for each other, Ronald Kolek. We and make things inter- happen. The interesting thing about a special blend is it's such a such a, a great uh, uh, I, I don't know what to call it. it. It's such a great thing to to protect yourself with or or, or your house or, or your animals or whatever. Um, it, it's it's not only holy water and um, uh, liquid sage is, is inject animals, uh, but also it comes <laughs> in a reiki infused bottle. It has a silver blessed cross on it, and uh, has the uh, 
St. Michael's Prayer also printed on the, the label as well. So it's, it's, a, it's an amazing uh, source of protection for, uh, for your ordinary poltergeists and uh, <laughs> mysterious spirits. <laughs> Random house dwellers. Yes, yes. Oh, she said, uh, can you repeat where to get them? My computer isn't very loud. Uh, Karen from Washington asked that. <laughs> So you, you can, can get them. Go you ahead. can get them at Etsy.com, which is E-T-S-Y. It's the marketplace online. Um, the name of my shop is Positively Brilliant. It's one word, Positively Brilliant. You just type that in at the homepage at Etsy.com, and it should come up. I went on there today, and I realized that um, you, you post things, and then after a certain amount of time, they disappear because you have to repost them. And it's time to repost because I've only got 10 items on there. But I've got a lot more coming <laughs> because I just have to repost them. But Van Helsing Spray is still on there. So. It, what happens? They, they disappear? Well, what happens is you pay for an amount of time for it to be on there. And then yeah. time passes and you don't really think about it. And then one day yeah, you go yeah, on yeah. Your, your page and it's not there. Oh, I better renew that. So, yeah, so uh. I'll be doing that. Uh, my day job, I work in an elementary school, and it's, it's the last week of school, so it's super busy. So I'll get to that on summer vacation, probably next week. So, mm, and so uh, yeah, so this is really uh, very nice of you to, to help me out today. Uh, so I appreciate that. Oh, gosh, anytime, Ron. So anyways, uh, we, we have another question, and this one is from Karen in Washington. And she says, Ron, a long time ago, Maureen said that they remember you. Do you think that is still true? And, and I'm going to throw that out to you as well. Do you think spirits remember you or me or anyone? Absolutely. Absolutely. Spirits were are human you know they were once human they once had bodies and and like an elephant some people never forget um (laughs) um, and i believe that there's a collective oneness but i'm not going to go into that but um spirit knows who you are even if you don't know who they are and they do remember you and um i think that you have proof of that ronald i i have uh, well you know what the funny part is about ever since i started doing this was years ago I've always said if there's a post office in the spirit world, I know my picture's hanging in it. So <laughs> even, even, even back then, I had a feeling that they, they knew you. Uh, so, yeah, but um, I remember one investigation we were doing up at Bitterford Pool, and it was actually a lobster pound. And uh, we were in down the basement where all the tanks were, and uh, Maureen was there and myself and the, the owner. And... Uh, we, we found out through Maureen that, that there was a woman that liked the owner. She was a, the owner was a woman. And uh, she, uh, she, she just hung around because of that. She just happened to like her. She liked her company. She liked her work ethics and all this other stuff. So she would hang around. And um, I forget what I said, of course, but uh, Maureen started laughing. And I, and I says, what, what, are you, what are you laughing at? She says, I'm seeing this lady that's, that, that hangs around here, and she's waving a, a, a finger at you, and she's saying, I've heard of you. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> they speak to one another. It's part of that oneness, <laughs> the collective oneness. 
Watch out for that Colac character. <laughs> right. Uh, by the way, well, Karen wants to, Karen wants to know if if uh, the Van Helsing spray works against sixth graders. It's a good question. <laughs> I work in an elementary school, so I can only I can only vouch for K through five. It works on them. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> So I, have, I have sprayed Van Helsing spray in my office. I have. You have? I'm not going to lie. Yep. And really? I have. I have. I feel honored. <laughs> and what, maybe once or twice. I'm not going to say who it was, but maybe once or twice I've sprayed it on uh, a student. Come here. I want you to try out this new cologne. There you go. Go have a great day. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have to positive tell you. energy for you. Tell you a funny story is that we were at the Houghton Mansion. Uh, Maureen and I were doing an investigation there, and the spirits were were really, uh, uh, they were really tough that night. Let's put it that way. And uh, Maureen was feeling uh, the pressure. Let's put it that way. So, anyways, we went outside, and uh, you know, all uh, this before we went out, we were there, and she was connecting with the spirit and I had an EMF meter and the thing was just blaring. Anytime I got near her, it was just blaring. You know, it was like so, so uh, loud. They're just going, just this, almost a solid sound and a solid light. And so, so eventually she said, okay, let's take, I, I said, let's take a break and go outside. So we, we, we took a break outside and when she was out there, I took the Van Helsing spray and I, and she started spraying it. And uh, so we went back in and continued our investigation. Well, she hit with the spirit. She said, I, I feel the, the spirits, uh, they're the not closing in on me like they were before, you know. And so I, I had my meter, and as I got closer to her, it wouldn't go off. But farther away around her, it went fine. So I was kind of like going all around her and everything else. And then I got to her butt, and it, it just went red. I said, oh, you missed the spot. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> That's funny. She didn't spray that part, I guess. <laughs> no, she didn't. That's why I said you missed the spot. But, uh, yeah, the, that's the Hooten Mansion that's is an interesting place anyways. You, you've been there and another one of our adventures together as well as the Housatanic Tunnel. And, uh, Housatanic Tunnel. Oh, For those who don't know where the Housatanic Tunnel is, it's the Housatanic Tunnel. <laughs> it's the Housatanic Tunnel. In North Adams, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, we went into the Hoosick Tunnel with no expectations, and we almost got caught. No flashlight. <laughs> yeah. No flashlight either. Is that a light up there? Is that a light up there? No, that's not a light up there. I, I swear it's moving, Ron. I can see it moving. No, that's just your imagination, Leslie. Yeah, it was a train. <laughs> so we went against the wall as we went through. The tunnel is. Yeah. is it's very long. I think I forget how long it is. Maybe a mile or something. And you and me and and Josh and uh, Ann Ryan was with us. And it was after we were at the Hooten Mansion. In fact, and we, it was the next day we were leaving. And we said, "Let's go see see the tunnel before we go." And and we went in it. And we didn't bring anything. We didn't bring any flashlights or anything. Ann had her her uh, cell phone, which had the flashlight, you know, app in it or whatever. It's a good thing because that's all we had. <laughs> right. But, it was uh, dark in there. Yeah, it was. And it, it yeah, was we, a lot of, it was it was a cool place. It was a cool place. I actually yeah. and of course over was it over two hundred people died there? 
have no idea. I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, I did yeah. get an image in there that I didn't share with anybody of someone uh, exploding. And then uh, there was another one of a man being crushed to death by a rock, but I kept it to myself. I didn't say anything. Oh, it was quite gruesome in it. Yeah, that's, wow. that's what happened, actually. There was a huge explosion. Over 200 people died in there. There was uh, a major uh, accident uh, in there. Oh, in it fact, was, it was yeah. gruesome. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of that, I, I have a couple of spikes from inside there. So. Very you old do? Spikes. Yeah. How many, how many keepsakes have you collected along the way? Excuse me? Keepsakes? How many keepsakes? Have, yeah, like your, your railroad tie and your... Glass. How, how many keepsakes do you have? I, I have a well, few. Well, we both have that. We both have that lovely King Kong bank, the Gorilla Bank. The Gorilla Bank from the haunted mill that burnt down after another investigation, perhaps the coldest investigation we ever did. <laughs> but, wow, uh, that was cold. Yes, it was cold. And, and the funny part about it is, we smelled smoke that night, and then I forget how long later the entire mill complex burnt down. So yeah. was it a pre- premonition? Because there was no fire or anything going on that night. And, but, right. Yeah. Yeah, we all smelled it. Oh, Nate tells me the Hoosanic Tunnel is 4.75 miles long. It seemed like we were walking forever. Now, that little we cutout did. that we went into, it's the Something Hotel. Do you know what that's called? Uh, the that Hanoi Hotel. That we... Hanoi Hotel. Oh. Is that is that halfway through? I have no idea. We couldn't have we couldn't have gone two miles into there. We went in there quite a while because we couldn't see the really the end of it. We went in so deep. Yeah, I remember well, when we were walking out. The I end was when very we were small. Out thinking, oh my god, why is it taking so long to get out of this tunnel? I remember it being a long time, but I don't think it was two miles. Whatever. It was Maybe a while. Nate can look that up for us. Yeah. Nate, where is it in there? Is it, is it posted somewhere on the internet? How far in that, that little hotel is? Because, but whatever. Um, when the train did come, I uh, snuck a video. I didn't dare to post it online because I didn't want us to get in trouble. But I did anyway. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say yes. And what has that ever stopped you before? <laughs> yeah, I'm a little. What did you call me at the beginning? The bad, the bad girl. Yes, yeah. that's right. Because you always get me into trouble because I'm uh, such an angel. We were at Josh Mantello and Jim oh, Mantello's here we go. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and and the party was over, and we were all back at the hotel. And I'm like, I want to go out and have an adventure. Let's go out. And Ron was like, No, I really don't want to go out. No, and no, Anne it was, was Ann. It was Ann that was the one that didn't want to go, and I didn't want to go well, to you. Oh, is that why? Because you were, yes. you were like not wanting to go, but I was itching to get out there, and we had yeah. fun. We went out in the middle of the night, and it may have been illegal. I don't know. Could have. There was a fence around a church that was that was being demolished, and um, I said, "Let's go get some bricks." And so we got our bricks, but Ron wanted to go in and get stained glass because it it's an artifact. It, it's a piece of history, and they were just going to throw it away. So Ron and Ann went in underneath this this fence that I did not think that I would be able to get under. So I'm still yeah. no I don't want to get stuck. <laughs> so so uh, we snuck around North Adams trying not to get caught by the police or uh, 
anybody else for that matter, but we each got a piece of glass and a couple of bricks, and I'm going to treasure those because that was a beautiful church. Mm -hmm. But those are the kinds of things that we do. Yeah, we and the, the and the uh, that church. In fact, uh, if if you remember um, Spirit Quest, uh, was it last year? No, last year it was Angel and Demon. So it was the year before, or maybe it was last year. It was last year. It shows a cross by a moon that uh, Nick Mantello took the photograph, and that was actually the spire of that particular church. Oh, it's such a shame they tore it down. Beautiful church. Yeah. Oh, it was gorgeous. Yeah, and so there's so many of that that actually get uh, taken out that way, which is a shame. But anyways, yeah. Uh, yeah uh, this I I have glass. I have stained glass from a uh, a crypt in uh, what was that in some cemetery. I can't think of a name of it. Of course, it's in Syracuse, New York. Uh, when we went to the Collinwood uh, mansion together, and uh, Ann and I stayed an extra night, and we went to Syracuse cemetery tripping, and uh, we there was this uh, mosque that was uh, abandoned, or not a mosque? What do you call those things? Where you keep the bodies and a it's crypt? Like a, it's like a little chapel. A mausoleum. A mausoleum. Yeah, mausoleum. So, um, yeah, there was just plywood stopping us from going in. So we were able to go inside and take some pictures and, and get a little piece of stained glass. So that was. I'm sure it did not say no trespassing. No, it, it did. Just a piece of plywood. Right. <laughs> so why wouldn't you go in? Of course, there's nothing going on there. No. So that yeah, I, not, I have. Not I have. Nice. I have collected several. Um, little artifacts from various key lo locations, uh, which are very dear to me. And I use them in psychometry as well. So that works out really good. Perfect. For those who don't know what psychometry is, it's actually reading uh, the energy on an object. So you can take, uh, it works really well with jewelry. It's something that, that someone wears a lot. Uh, and you can hold on to it and you can actually uh, pick up certain um, aspects of that person uh the more you do it the better you get out of the course and, and also the stronger the energy is on it, the item the better it is as well so uh that's there's it. actually an article that i just wrote on my um on my web page there about psychometry um my you daughter did. and her her husband got a metal detector for christmas and they took it out and they were in my backyard and they dug up this watch so um, I'm not going to tell you exactly everything that goes on, because you're going to have to go to my website to check it out, mm -hmm. .com. Um Really cool pictures. Go take a peek. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, psych got... psychometry is a really cool thing. Mm -hmm. You, you get the, the object, and you hold it in your palm, and you just you close your eyes, and you just you see images, feel energy. Um, anything that comes to mind, you just take note of. And it's a really cool thing. You can you can pick up anything and do that with it. Um, but like you said, with jewelry, where it meant something to somebody, um, yeah, it's it's a little easier to do that. Like if you pick up a pencil off the street, I, I keep thinking of that Christopher Walken movie. 
where he touches people's hands and he goes, ah! <laughs> pick up a pencil off the street. I don't think you're going to get much from it, but because it's, you know, just a, a toss away item, but something that meant something to somebody or made of metal that holds on to um, the energy more. I, yeah, I think so too. It's, it's, it's intriguing. Uh, it's a fun thing. It's, it, I've, done several of my uh, study groups with it and we get some amazing results with it because I have a vast collection of artifacts from different locations that uh, yeah, people give you here them. Van Helsing have yeah. this I want you to have it was, was it a nun oh, not even, not even the giving had? one but what's that what, oh, what was I'm that thing you. that you had that belonged to the the nun uh, 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 that Steve Nick's, Nick's say on the oh sorry yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I'm speaking about never mind but you have never mind about cool that <laughs> Nate <laughs> you have Nate some really tells cool us Nate, Nate Nate tells us that the 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 is a central there is a central there is a central near or behind point and West Shaft about a mile from the portal entrance, uh, which North Adams is on. So I, it's it's probably a mile in, according that to what... That sounds more like it, yeah. What Nate's saying, what's Nate saying. So I think that's what he's talking about. So yeah. that could be Thank it you, Nate. very well. Yeah, he's, he's Nate's the best. handy. Thank you, Nate. Mm. So anyways, uh, I, I want to talk to you a little bit about... You also are a medium, and you do readings and so forth, right? Yes. Yeah. So have you ever had one that really, you know, uh, that really stuck with you saying, you know, uh, you know, you don't have to give names or anything, but kind of circumstantial. What, what, meant, what may, why did it mean so much to you to do that type of reading? Um, I was doing a reading for a woman who was a very kind woman, and um, I was getting a lot of her old family members. And um, so I was telling her, I'm getting this guy, I'm getting this guy. And all of a sudden, my body just froze, and I couldn't move. And it was like, Ugh! And so I said, I, I don't know what that is. And she said, oh, well, he was a lineman in Texas, and he was electrocuted. <laughs> And uh, oh, wow. that one sticks with me because that hurt so bad. It was like every muscle in my body just tightened up and froze. And mm -hmm. it was like, Ning! and uh, uh, that one sticks with me. Um, with with um, what I do, I'm empathic, so I feel the way people pass. And, I'm, and electrocution is not a good way to go. <laughs> it's not right now. Good to know. Good to know. Mm, yeah, um, but I'm I have scaled back on doing readings um, because you know I've got so much going on. Um, I mm -hmm. do them at, at public events sometimes, um, but I've moved on to like angel card readings, which is 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 not so personal. Um, it's more about an event in your life that's coming up. Um, but if anything comes through while I'm doing an angel card reading, of course I'm going to you know tell you. Um, so, but yeah. Um, the thing about doing readings, Ron, and, and, and thinking about which one meant a lot to me, um, it's hard for me because it's not my information, so it just comes out of my mouth and I let it go. Um, okay. And I, so it's, it's hard for me to really answer that question, but I do remember being electrocuted. 
<laughs> that's that's good to know. Yeah. 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 And, and the other thing that we do, uh, what we do, is that even the red light science and everything, people get, like, they don't understand at times that, like, okay, why is this, I'm getting message from a spirit that I don't even know. And, and we kind of talked about that earlier in the show through Karen's question, is that, okay, even though this spirit might not know you, uh, it may have oh, a message you don't for know. you. Yeah. Because it's part of the, the collective oneness. Because information can travel through any, you know, energetic being. Um, so although you may not know this entity that's trying to speak with you, that doesn't mean that they don't have valid information to share with you. So um, we have a problem sometimes with people in our circle who get hung up on trying to figure out who it is. Well, I want to know who it is. Well, I want to know who it is. And so they just miss out on the meaning and what the spirit's there to say. And, you know, they give up. They're like, well, I'm getting nowhere here. So, you know, they just back off. Um, but I, I'm sure they'll get that message somewhere else along the line. Um, because during the, um, the red light seance, I'm pulling myself back, and I'm trying not to use the mental mediumship. So I'm not really looking for them to communicate with me. I kind of shut it off. I try to anyway. Um, so I want the messages to come through on the table so it means more to the person, you know, it's because they're talking to them and not through me. So Agreed, yeah. And, yeah. and the interesting thing is, to is that, like, people get kind of a little bit hung up. Wow, two-minute bell, Pete's from the dead is here. Wow. Anyway, wow. <laughs> that was quick. Uh, that so was quick. anyway, anyways, the, um, the spirits, sometimes you get messages and... and and people get so wrapped up about where the message is coming from, then they they don't end up not getting the message. And we know one case from the red light science where that happened, where someone came in and had a message for somebody, and that person just kept asking a question about who this other person was and and, and not the message. It was so like, oh, what difference does it make, you know? Right, right. Yeah. But when you're in the moment and your mind is racing, you know, it's, it's hard. So I'll give them that. I won't. I'll be kind. I won't. <laughs> Let it go. Yin and yang. <laughs> and she ended up losing the uh, the message. So that yeah, was a waste. total. Ended up a total waste. Uh, yeah. And I could see how the spirit itself would be frustrated because it, it, to, once again we try to do the the physical stuff, and so it's, it requires much more energy from the spirit. So finally, they just get frustrated and say, "Oh, whatever." So I'm done. So anyway, we've got a minute left. Uh, we've been we've been listening to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ron Kolick and my special guest and co-host tonight was Leslie Madden. Uh, go to our website, lesliemodden.com, and check out all the cool things she does. And you can get uh, her cool projects from Positively Brilliant, uh, which is, I don't know how you find that. <laughs> At etsy.com. SD.com. And, and then you just put in positively brilliant, right? As one word, positively brilliant. Yeah. You know, run it all they, together. Reiki infused candles and everything. Very, they're great. Everybody loves them. So, 15 seconds left. we got to wrap this up. Anything you want to say? I love you, Ron Kolek. Thank you for having me on today. Oh, God bless us. All right. So, <laughs> good night to everyone. Good night, everyone. <laughs> yeah. 
from goalies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us good law.